Drop down dew from above you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened, and bring forth a Savior. Welcome to ChantWorks. ChantWorks is an apostolate of lay men and women devoted to renewing Catholic worship through sacred music and the singing of the Mass. Part of renewing Catholic worship is the prayerful reading of sacred scripture. In this series, we will be reading and explaining the readings for the four Sundays of Advent. This series of readings and reflections is intended to help readers prepare for their part in the Mass and to help others listen attentively to the proclamation of the Word. In today's first reading, David wishes to build a proper dwelling place for the Ark of the Covenant, a visible sign of God's presence. A thousand years before Christ, the tribes of Israel crossed the Jordan River and settled in the land of Canaan. But peace was elusive. They were in constant danger from enemies all around them. Without a king to unite them, they were easy prey. Finally, after years of strife, David was chosen as the undisputed ruler of Israel. Under his leadership, the separate tribes became a united kingdom, enabling them to achieve victory and obtain peace at last. After decades of war, David finally had rest from his enemies. Once David's kingdom was established, God made a covenant with him, a covenant and a kingdom that would last forever. A reading from the second book of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, Go, do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go, tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, Should you build me a house to dwell in? It was I who took you from the pasture and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you, and I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth. I will fix a place for my people Israel. I will plant them so that they may dwell in their place without further disturbance. Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them as they did of old, since the first time I appointed judges over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me, your throne shall stand firm forever. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. 
forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, My kindness is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. Forever I will confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. He shall say of me, You are my Father, my God, the Rock, my Savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him, and my covenant with him stands firm. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The second reading is from the end of St. Paul's letter to the Romans. The mystery kept secret for long ages, he writes, includes the promise made to David, now fulfilled in Christ, the son of David. A reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, to him who can strengthen you, according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings, and according to the command of the eternal God, made known to all nations to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever and ever. Amen. The Gospel reading this week is the beloved story of the Annunciation. Luke notes the fact that Joseph was of the house of David. This seemingly minor detail is extremely important. It doesn't just signify a genealogical connection. It shows that the promise made to David 900 years earlier was still valid. The focus of this week's gospel, of course, isn't Joseph, but the Blessed Virgin Mary. Gabriel's joyful greeting, The Lord is with you, is no ordinary greeting. For at critical moments in salvation history, God, or an angel, addresses chosen individuals with these words as he calls them, to a seemingly impossible mission. The words are meant to reassure the Virgin Mary of God's abiding presence, guidance, and protection. The title, Full of Grace, is also significant. Mary is the new Eve, just as Christ is the new Adam. Like the first Eve before the fall, Mary is completely without sin, that is, full of grace. 
With her fiat, let it be, Mary opens the door, allowing a new creation to begin. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Mary is the model disciple and archetype of the Church. Her dialogue with the angel Gabriel is echoed throughout the liturgy when the priest addresses us with words that echo the angelic greeting, The Lord be with you. Implicit in these simple words is a divine calling, which are heard at crucial moments in the Mass, as we prepare to worship, as we prepare to hear Christ's words in the Gospel, as we prepare to offer ourselves with Christ to the Father in the Eucharistic sacrifice, 
and as we prepare to receive the body and blood of our Lord in Holy Communion. God, especially present at these moments, awaits our response. This has been a Chantworks production. Please visit us online at chantworks.com.